Uh, it's jobbing out. It's episode whatever this episode is. I don't know. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. Aaron's still in Europe somewhere. Everything's going really well, just so you guys know. I'm I'm very – you know what the sad part is? This would have been such a good episode if I had not had to deal with issues in my, like, professional life. Because, God damn, I was so happy after um, the pay-per-view on Saturday. Like, I was the happiest person on the face of the planet. And then – life life hit (laughs) hi brandon how are you good yeah it was a good holiday good i'm glad to hear that um look i I, uh i still haven't gotten over you know i earlier this year i shared the um the song that taco did the when hulk hogan slammed andre the giant which is my favorite thing ever yeah and that's how i felt watching with my sons as Jey Uso pinned Roman Reigns. Which, by the way, we're five days later or whatever, they still haven't stopped talking about it. Like, every time I walk into the house, dude, can you believe that Jey Uso pinned Roman Reigns? I'm like, I know, it's crazy, kids. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's amazing. Um, it was it was magical. It was... I almost feel bad. Like, you know what's really funny? I don't know if... Brandon, did you see how bad the ratings were for Collision last Saturday? Yeah. It was a terrible show. I mean, it's like I, I can't. It, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was. It was really bad. But like, but like, it's, but like there's a pay per view. There's WWE pay per view, and it's a holiday weekend. So yeah, but they, and it was taped. But like they're, they're using an excuse. It's like every layer of it. All is, they did was talk about how CM Punk was going to be on commentary for an hour and a half until it happened. Like that was that was their big thing that they were pushing for 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 Collision, right? Well, that I mean, was, they, they, it was they gave up essentially like they packed it in in the third week of the show. Like, why start the show if by week three you can't do a real show? Like when when Warner or T, when whoever it is, Warner Brothers says to you, hey, like we, we need this new show. And you say, OK, cool. When do you need it? Well, we need it in June. All right. Well, here's the thing. By week three, we won't be able to do it. <laughs> like we're just going to have to tap out maybe somebody would have thought like, okay, well maybe we wait until, you know, the, the week after that to start the show. Maybe we're starting a little bit too early. If in the third week, we're going to have to wave the white flag and give up. Like it's unthinkable, but I did. I felt a little bit bad because like, imagine watching that after you had just watched money in the bank, like imagine saying to somebody, this is professional wrestling, and also this is professional wrestling. Like, I I actually kind of felt awful for the people involved, and that they have to deal with the fact that the ratings plummeted, and it's awful, and everybody's saying that it's already Rampage, and it's a bomb, and all that. I almost feel bad for them, because, Jesus, like, to go from that in the afternoon to now please watch this, yeah, I, I can't think of a greater disparity between things. No, I mean, it, it's really difficult. Look, we always said that Saturday was a bad day to do this. And now you're going to have to contend with what, at least four or five of those that are going to have pay-per-views from the other show, like while they do it. And if they're just going to pretend that's not happening or... I mean, it, you're well, they, they, it's okay, bad either get, way because you either come back get this not happening or you just make a 
crap show because you know right. no one's watching it. Let's 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 wait. We'll dissect Collision a little bit more in a bit. Like I I just mean I was really only using it as a reference for how great, how unbelievable the emotion, the like it's the disparity, the disparity between that and holy f look at what i just watched because it's not going to be the case like they they don't have to worry about that for payback lash part two like it's not going to be that this was absurd this was insane yeah it was i mean it it was everything that we wanted it to be right um i I think the only measuredness of it is that we're worried that it's not going to culminate the way we yeah, hope. I, I mean, and we're always going to be worried, but, you know, they they hadn't even done this to this point. Right. Like this is still so. So let me let me go back. The show itself was good. It was a good show that has the inherent advantage of being money in the bank. Right. It's sort of like the Royal Rumble, that even when it's bad, it still matters. It's still important. So, like, you know. It can only be so bad. It can't be Payback Lash. Uh, although Payback Lash this year was great, right? Ironically. Um, one of them, anyway. We'll find out about the next Payback Lash, if that's any good. Um, right. This is Money in the Bank. So even if it's an average Money in the Bank, it matters more because it's Money in the Bank. The show up until the main event was decent to good, right? Like it had. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah, some of it was gimmicky. Like, here's John Cena. That didn't. Nothing well, actually. That, that's there. that's yeah. Right. Like, they, they, yeah. it. It's one of those. It feels. It's the Jimmy Fallon uh, of professional wrestling. We're gonna tell you this is something, even though it's not actually something. Um. You know, they, they might as well have had John Cena play with child, uh, child, uh, classroom instruments because it was such a giant nothing. Um. But fine. John Cena came out and popped the crowd and. You know, I, I guess the thought is that WWE is trying to get London to bid to host WrestleMania. And so whatever they they accomplished, whatever they wanted to accomplish. The Money in the Bank matches were good. The men's match was largely outstanding. Um, you know what they attempted to do. It's weird that they felt the need. So I don't know if you saw the story where afterwards um, they, they apparently had Logan Paul and Ricochet shoot that fighting footage only because they thought that the spot didn't go well enough to set up a match. And oh, the spot went well enough to set up the match. The spot, of course, is like... <laughs> That's the only with, thing I can think about until the main event. But the spot, what you'd argue... If there's, if there's a reason to argue against setting up the match, it's that you got to figure out... If it was Logan Paul's fault that they nearly died there, then Logan <laughs> Paul shouldn't be in a ring anymore. Right. Right. Well, they Um, didn't nearly die. He nearly died. Correct. Ricochet was fine. Yeah. Ricochet was protected, I guess. Uh, Well, that's not true. Ricochet had to to, to execute more of a flip to make sure that. Right. It looked like he knew how to protect himself. Let's put it that way. The other guy didn't. (laughs) No, most certainly did not. Um, That match worked. I mean, it was great. It was a great match. You know, it, it did not in any way need or it was not benefited by the presence of Logan Paul, but otherwise it was great. They flirted with LA Knight. I know, you know, the suggestion that it should be LA Knight versus Logan Paul, that's a bummer because you're not getting that. So the question becomes what exactly are they going to do with LA Knight and are they going to continue to push him towards stardom? So I'm sure 
that there are people that have problems with that. I, as you know, cannot be in that group because I just don't, I never believed it was going to happen, nor do I think it's criminal that it wouldn't happen because I'm just more practical about this. I love LA Knight. Well, I think he's great. Let's, let's take a step back though. Like what they did, let's, let's talk about what, what they did, like what that really, what that really was, right? Like what that really was, was an acknowledgement of what's happening. Like they would not have done that with him in that match. If they didn't, acknowledge what's happening like but there's a big difference between them acknowledging people like someone and them acknowledging that they're going to do something with that but i think i think you could make the argument that it is acknowledging they're going to do something because because they 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 know how you're going to react to what they did and and that's why they did it like i feel like that was them trying to uh what's the what's the terminology stoke the flame or whatever like that that Fan that was flame. not a yeah that was not a burial that was a fanning the flame like that was a like we want you to be want this guy even more now like we want eh, we I, want we want you to we, we i feel like it's like what's the terminology like they like the people that are reacting. It's like that's exactly what they wanted you. To, that's why they wanted you to react to that. Or you I don't, wouldn't have put him in the in the situation where he's the one with the false victory or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, I understand what you're saying, but I also think that they can leave that as we can figure this out down the road. Th but this, I think, but I think it walks right into him cutting some promo on SmackDown or something. And I mean, what's Austin Theory doing? He's not doing anything like to me. That's what you, you throw him right into that. Like you put him right into. Uh, I'm fine with that, but that's not top face, right? Like the, it, having... it could get him there. I mean, like we can't <laughs> pretend like they haven't top put their top faces in that exact scenario in the past where they've they've said, well, we don't have a spot for you right now up here. Here's the U.S. title or here's the inner like Seth Rollins have has had the U.S. title. You know what I mean? But mostly um, at, at, at times when that was Seth Rollins, like having the U.S. title was a big deal because there was no championship. But I'm saying, like, I think to discount that as something that they just give the people they don't care about. I, I don't see that. Like, I feel like they've cared about all the people they've given that title to in the recent, you know, in, in the recent past. Like, I think there was a time I where think there's a difference between caring about someone and you're there's qualifications. But they used it as a tool to keep him relevant. Like they used that as a tool to keep Seth Rollins relevant. Again, these are two very different things. L.A. Knight would have to be pushed as a top star. He's not a star that they're trying to keep hot. They have never acknowledged him as such at any point. This is a very different thing where fans want L.A. Knight pushed to the top. This isn't that. It could be. We don't know if we're going to ever push L.A. Knight to the top. We'll think about it. We'll consider it. And this is something that he can do in the meantime. The problem is, as we keep talking about, the clock is ticking. Like, you can't decide that three years down the road with L.A. Knight. It's pretty much either you're going to try to capitalize on what's going on right now or you're not going to do it. Now, if there's a world where Roman's not going to be champion in the next couple of months, then, you know, who knows? It does open a lot of things up. 
but I, I feel like it's a very specific thing that's going on here where, where a group of people has decided that LA Knight should be the guy. And I don't think he's ever going to be the guy. Okay. All right. Dynamite observation. Normally when this happens, I would just continue to talk to somebody else, but there's nobody else for me to talk to. There's only the two of us. So until I figure out if Brandon has perished, I, I'll probably just have to pause. No, I, I don't think they're going to make him the guy. I don't. Okay. Are you all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. It's just the two of us. I can't keep doing the show without you. What's going on? Okay, so anyway, uh, anyway, all right, <laughs> all right, dynamite, dynamite. Anyway, they'll go back to the beginning with this. the The match still was excellent, and Damian Priest was always the correct answer, and they got it right. We'll see what happens with Damian Priest moving forward. Um, I I I don't know. You know, the, the idea that they're kind of creating like this love triangle, I, I guess they're telling us that Seth and Finn are going to face each other again at SummerSlam. And if you're doing that again, I would assume that you have to have Finn win. Like, I don't know why you would do that. But match. what are they doing? And what are they doing with the NXT stuff? Like, there, there's something weird about no, all this, right? There's nothing there. There's nothing there. No, but I mean, they have Seth talking about. Is that are they going to do some kind of weird tag team thing with what do you mean? Well, they have Seth talking about Carmelo Hayes and then they have Carmelo Hayes talking about they're going to do that on NXT for one week and it's going to go disappear. It's gimmick. Right. But they have Seth Rollins talking about Carmelo on Raw. So like, like, I don't know. All of it was a little that was a little that's that's like when they did a gimmick with Braun Breaker. They're going to do a gimmick with Carmelo. Like, that's not a thing. Okay. I mean, I just, I, it's been integrated more than it used to be. So it's a little well, weird. Yeah, because they're trying to gimmick ratings for NXT. And it worked, by the way. I, like, I, apparently they had their highest rating in two years. I have no doubt. They would have higher ratings <laughs> if they just put all the big stars on. Right, like, right, right. Of course that's what's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that they're going to sudden like, I, I'm confused by what you're you're suggesting that they're not going to do a championship match at SummerSlam and have some random cockamamie Seth Rollins, Carmelo Hayes versus. Oh well, no, I mean I'm just wondering if it pays out before that or something. You know what I mean? If yes, it... I I think they could do a bit where Seth and Carmelo face Damian and Finn in the next couple of weeks, but it's not going to have anything to do with the SummerSlam main event's going to be. No, I just wonder if the Finn thing. Like, do you think they still do Finn again? What else are they going to do? And I guess they're basically telling you that he didn't really win or he didn't really beat him. They're saying that, it, you know, he would. They're, they're, they're painting. A if it wasn't for Damian wow. Priest. Right. Right. The question right. becomes, are they doing that? They're, they're trying to make it seem like there's a love triangle around the championship with Damian, Finn and Seth. And so. Could that lead to it being a triple threat? I don't know why Damian would cash in his money in the bank that way, so that doesn't make sense. It would seem more likely that they want to do a championship match 
a, a rematch with Seth and Finn with Damian Priest sort of lingering. Will he? Won't he? I, I just don't know why you do it again. Why do this back to back times unless it's to have Finn win and set up a turn for for either yeah. him or Damian Priest? No, that's probably what that that, that is probably. I it just it's just so. <sighs> It's just so not exciting. I, I don't know. It's weird, right? It's like a weird, like, it's it's an extension of what you've been doing for three months. Like, it's, I don't know. I think that everything else is so much better that it's hard to get excited about something like this. Although I think what they're doing with the Judgment Day is great. And 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 Seth and, and everything. But I don't know. I think it's hard to be excited about it. I, I don't that I'm not sure I'm not sure I understand that part though. Like why? I, like it'll be good, it'll be quality. I don't know. It's because like it goes back to what Aaron was saying. Like it feels like they're making the Intercontinental title feel bigger. Well, because of who has it. Like I the, right. the thing that we can and, const, we can continuously agree on is that they're having Seth defend the belt too much. Like there's no doubt that that's a problem. But if they paint if they tell a good story about Seth and Finn and then there's the, you know, the looming Damian Priest factor, that can be a good story. And, you know, I, I'm not I'm really not sure what the issue would be like. I what what would you prefer they do? No, that and that's the problem. There isn't anything else. <laughs> I mean, so. I, I get it. It's just like, I feel like, so is this just going to be the telegraphed, like, Finn Balor wins, Damian Priest cashes in? Right, that, that's where they've got to get creative. They've got to yeah. figure out a way to make it more interesting than that. And again, it, it leaves the option of either of those guys turning face, and I'm not sure that Damian Priest turning face makes sense. Cause then if you were going to do that, why wouldn't you have just done LA night? Right. Like if that, no, you'd almost do it the other way, right. You'd do it in a way where, you know, maybe Rhea like attacks him while he's trying to cash it in or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe there's a, a way to do it the other way. Um, maybe, I don't know. We can think about that more as the weeks uh, go on. I don't, we don't have to solve that problem right now. I, and look, I, there's always a world in which this is buying them time for that on, they didn't want to on the July 3rd episode when they assumed that everybody was going to be out doing the holiday stuff. They didn't want to actually lean into the next thing that they want to do. If that's, I, I guess there's still some world where a Randy Orton could return and be thrown into the mix or something like that. But at the moment, it feels like that's going to continue with, you know, Damien Priest's presence being very significant. Um, and yes, the obvious, the the telegraph thing would be Finn wins, or, or you have Finn and Damien get back on the same page in the coming weeks, only for Damien to turn on Finn after he wins. But the, I guess the question would be, you know, like, I, yeah, that would be the answer. I mean, that would be the, the you say it's telegraph, but you, you, you do a swerve and you have them look like they are working well together. And then Priest turns on him anyway. Um, uh, I, I am not nearly as interested in Ronda versus Shayna as everybody else is. I like I, it. 
God bless. It doesn't. I have no idea what either of them are supposed to be. Like they're they're they were trying to paint Shayna as the face, but there's nothing faces. Well, that so that part of it is really weird, right? Where the like I thought what they did on Monday was really effective, but it was very confusing. It was very out of nowhere. It was very like. It was very much like <laughs> this is a made up show that we just decided to do this on. Right. Like it was very much like remember last week when we were talking about, it, I said, you know, do, was the Liv Morgan injury real or not? And if it wasn't, then that changes things. And like if they want Ronda versus Shayna and they just want that match. And now we have the report where apparently Ronda Rousey's leaving and this is what they wanted the, her last match to be or whatever, you know, so that makes a lot of sense. But within kayfabe, it makes zero sense for. And, and I guess like the only way you could do this is to make Shayna the face because no one's going to cheer on the other side. Right. Like, and that's, you know, that's like the, you almost have to have her run her down for all the reasons why the crowd is booing her. It just makes it all very awkward. But I do think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a good match. I thought the segment was good. And I thought that knee strike was wild. Yeah, I, I've just, like, the only interest in Shayna is ass-kicking Shayna. Like, don't talk, just kick ass, just run but that, through But people. that promo was better. I mean, maybe just because of who else was in the segment, she seemed that much better. Um, but she, I thought she cut an effective promo. I mean, I, I can't tell you that she's done that a lot. Or will continue to do it, but I thought what what happened Monday was worked and was effective. Yeah, I uh, it's uh, you you know you one of us felt that way. I, I just <laughs> I didn't feel it, and, and part of it is my predisposed notion. I've just never nothing that Shayna has ever done outside of being just someone who beats everyone's ass every time. Like I. If what you're saying is it was interesting and kind of unexpected, yeah, I guess. But it also didn't really make me want to root for Shayna. Like, I nothing about that made her seem likable as much as no, just don't like the other I person. Don't like Ronda Rousey. Right. Right. Um, right. I I don't think she's a hero. I don't think she's speaking on behalf of other people. I don't think she's doing the right thing for the locker room, I, she comes off as just someone that doesn't like Ronda Rousey. And again, I get it. No, Nobody does. So there's something agreeable there, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I didn't need that the way that other people did. So I, God bless. Um, it was cool that, you know, the Drew McIntyre thing certainly looked big. There's no doubt about that. It looked very big. I, I don't, I, I guess the, do, you, do you think it's weird that they went that route versus having him? I mean, I guess the only way to do the Seth thing is to make him a heel. So I guess you, if you wanted him to be a face right now, you kind of had to go this route, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the question is, is everybody has talked about the idea of a heel Drew McIntyre. I've never fully understood that because as we saw, he's the guy that kids look at and say, yeah, that one. Like, right, we want to be can like, sell swords and all that stuff. Correct. Right. So I've never fully understood that short of them internally saying, well, we think Cody can do enough of that, that we're good. 
we don't need to worry about having another one. But as they keep trying to say, you only get so many guys that look like Drew McIntyre. Like, they don't come around every day. He is the traditional, I want my professional wrestler to look like that guy. So could they still go that route and do a, a heel Drew McIntyre thing? You know, could this be a, 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 I don't know, even maybe a double turn of some sort? I I guess. And that might provide a good way to get the belt off of Gunther and then move him into whatever bigger thing you want to have him do. But I don't know. I, I I think this is the appropriate way to use Drew McIntyre. I think he's supposed to be a big top face that kids want to come watch and they want to see him do all of all of his stuff. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I think this is where we separate from the business and what seems different and interesting and unique for professional wrestling fans. Yes. I mean, sure. But also. I think the professional wrestling fans will love this too. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, it's Drew McIntyre. What's the, what's and, the, and Gunther. Gunther, right? What's, what is there not to love? Right. Um, I know. was trying to remember how everything played out. Like, did did Gunther pin Sheamus or did he pin Drew? It's a great question. Because like like when, the first thing I thought whenever this was all going down I was like, oh, of course, but also I didn't see this coming. And then like, but. Is it just retread of some kind or does this actually make sense? You know what I mean? Like, I, oh, right. Like, is there is there an actual story there to go back to? Um, whew, oh, boy, I'm trying to figure out when we would have to be looking at. Did, he, did they fight it? Um, at like, let's see. Did they ever have a one on one or was it only the triple threat? Um, they had the triple threat and I am not seeing any other match. No, yeah, I'm I just seeing so. the triple threat. So, so I guess you have to do it since you did the other one. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense that Drew would get his turn and his chance. And you know, somebody would say, if you're doing it again, why wouldn't you have Drew win this time? Uh, why do I not see who he actually pinned? Why is it that nobody will actually tell me which of them he pinned? They scrubbed it from the internet. What is that all about? Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Gunther. I can't remember what happened two was days it this, ago. Was it this year? Yes, it was at WrestleMania. I mean, I know that, but was it this one or was it yes, like... Yes, it was this one. <laughs> okay, okay. This WrestleMania. Uh, Why in the world can I not get this... Yeah, I can't find it either. It's so weird. This is so insane. All right, we're getting. Hang on, I think I'm gonna find. And I like how the result is he defeated both. By both, ten. right? Like, that's and not the way it works. <laughs> God. All right. Jesus. All right. Um. He. Holy hell! It looks like. Okay, Gunther powerbombed Sheamus onto Drew McIntyre's head. Then he powerbombed McIntyre, and I believe... Oh, he, he pinned Drew McIntyre. Yes, correct. Interesting. Yes. So, See, I thought... It, so they def, definitely didn't know they were going to do that. <laughs> no, they, they did not make that, or else you're right. That's, that's not the way you planned that out. 
Yeah. I guess you could always just say if there wasn't another guy interfering in the match or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. What? Um. Next. Next. Yeah. Next. Uh, EO Sky is the women's money in the bank. That was kind of what everybody always assumed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think they'll do something clever with that. I certainly think she deserves it. I'm all good with that. And again, it all leads up to the moment. Yeah. The moment was even better. First of all, the match was spectacular. Was It, it was. And the, even, finish, the finish was spectacular. Even if Roman had just won again, it would have been a phenomenal match. The match was incredible. The moment became jaw-dropping. Yes. Okay, we'll deal with the ramifications of it. The moment itself became almost unfathomable to the point where I understand the reaction to it because the first thing to say was, why would you waste that when he wasn't losing his championship? And the best argument I can come up with is you somehow find a, found a way to give yourself two unbelievable moments. Yes. That it will still be an unbelievable moment, whether it's at SummerSlam or whenever it is, when he loses the belt. But you found a creative way to create an incredible moment that still provides you the opportunity to have another incredible moment. Um, am I surprised? Of course. Of course I was surprised. I and and really what I was surprised by was that you knew Solo wasn't going back into the match. Like you Oh, you once knew, they did that, right. Uh-huh. He wasn't going back in. So it was down to either Roman's winning again or like you start in your mind saying, Holy crap, is Roman? getting pinned like is that is that possible they by taking solo out of the match and it's not just the way that they did it it's that clearly that deep into a match that that's hot you're not you're not making solo the live man again like that's not happening um you're not having roman tag out again it would require something goofy at that point so like the build the, the the drama the intensity that you were feeling was even heightened at that point because it became real the possibility started to become real the fact that they did it first of all is just a tribute to the joy of professional wrestling like that moment did not require us to think about what comes next. It didn't require us to worry about, you know, we're going to, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but you could just love the moment for the sake of loving the moment. You didn't have to think bigger than that in that moment. It was just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I was completely shocked i think i was fooled by the end of the match four different times um and i think you know the the thing that was so great about it was that you didn't really like even before this match started like we talked about it last week like you didn't really know what 
what was going to happen here because I think everything was always on the table. I think if you asked us if Roman would have got pinned, I don't think anyone believed they'd fully do it. But we we said multiple times. I mean, going back to a couple weeks ago, what did I say? What's the pro wrestling thing you do here if you're setting up the match at SummerSlam? Right. You you have you pin Roman and then you justify. Well, yeah. And then we all said, but they're not going to do that. Right. Because it's him. But if it was anyone else, I believe that was exactly what I said was if this was anyone else, we'd all be saying J pins Roman. And it's exactly what they did. I mean, they just they we were overthinking it. Right. You know, I, they also threw in a, a quite the swerve on Friday night by having, you know, Jay suggest Solo as the next leader of the bloodline, because that would make you think, oh, they don't care about doing Jay Roman at SummerSlam. They're trying to get to Solo Roman at SummerSlam. So this match could really be anything because they're throwing out the tease of Solo really being the guy. But but the key forward. but the key is what you just said. It could be anything. And I think that's what made watching it such an experience because even though we said they're not going to pin Roman, we didn't really know they weren't because of what this was and where we think it's going. Well, and, um, and more than anything, we were really just saying that because they don't. Like, that's really all that we were reflecting. It's not really about the story as much as they never do this. So how could we possibly think that they would? Um, again, this now we start projecting, right? Because now we start moving into the what does it mean moving forward? Well, you know, every all of the reporting, and we'll find out more tonight, all of the reporting suggests they really are going with Jay, and it would be absolute insanity to have Jay pin Roman Reigns. Like, imagine them doing that. Remember when when Aaron was talking about the idea that, well, maybe all they really think is that the Usos have to overcome the blood. Like, imagine having them win. He pins Roman, and then they're like, okay, guys, back to the fighting for the titles. Like, okay, okay, okay now Cody Rhodes is back. Right. Like, imagine. Oh, that. wait, here comes Randy Orton. Randy, yes. Randy versus Roman Reigns. And stuff. Uh, uh, there was a part of me that, thought that was what was going to happen <laughs> was that like tonight you know whatever happens that randy orton just comes out and now yeah. it's roman reigns or in the orton now we know we know that there's actual reporting that's saying this is the actual plan which is incredible that this is the actual plan um i would really be interested to know how long was this the actual plan and my guess is longer than we think and, and i'm not i don't want to give him too much credit um, but I bet you longer than we think, maybe not a long time, but maybe a little longer than we think. Well, they probably think knew they were doing this match because it explains a lot, right? <laughs> like it explains a fair amount, but I, here's what I would say. I do think that a couple of times they've had to have conversations about not the when, but just the who, right? Like the, who is it that ultimately is going to be the one to beat? Roman. And I'm sure that when they've had those conversations, they've sounded a lot like our conversations that we've had about who is ultimately the one to beat Roman. And look, even when I said a, a year ago that Jay was the guy, I was still sort of saying, but I they have a lot of work to do in order to get there. It took me until Royal Rumble for me to like be hit in the face with, oh, no, there's no work to do. The moment that they decide it's time, it's there. Like, I, I'm I'm the idiot for forgetting 
that it was always there and it was always the story. And whenever they want to turn to it, they can always go to it. The only question is whether or not that's really the answer right now. And that the, I, the easy thing to say is they had Jay pin Roman because they know they're not going to let Jay beat Roman. And yet they wanted to give him a big moment anyway. That's the easy dumb guy thing to say. And I, I understand why that would be a thing that a lot of people would say. The flip side is if it's now not Jay that ultimately is the one to beat Roman, you have lessened it for whoever it is that's ultimately going to pin Roman. Like, you're not the first guy to beat him. We all know that Jay was, which doesn't mean that it's not relevant that you're the one to take the title off of him. Like, that's. But there was nothing. This was about as clean as clean gets. Jay beat Roman. Like, that yeah. happened. And this wasn't fluky. This wasn't, you know, the two of if them. If anything, it, it's the opposite of that. Like, it's not only is it not fluky, they overcame some correct. flukiness, right? 100%. And specifically, like, this wasn't Solo letting them down. This wasn't, this was Jay beating Roman. So now that you've done it, if the plan is that you want Cody Rhodes to win the belt at WrestleMania, you've lessened what it means for Cody Rhodes to win the belt at WrestleMania. Not that you and I'll get back to that in a second. Because he's not the first guy that beat Roman. <laughs> like he's the first one to take the belt off of him, but he's not the first one to beat him. And for that reason, I think it fortifies that Jay has to be the one to take the belt off of Roman. I, I think that this means damn well you've got to let him be the guy to do it because it's the only guy that it can mean just as much when he wins the belt as it did when he pinned him. Yeah, I mean, I guess what we really have to talk about is the thing that Aaron proposed, which is if this is his victory, but Roman retains. Right. That's like, what, that's what I said. Right. That's what it, the easy, dumb guy thing to say is that they they're, they did this because they're not letting him win the belt. But like, what if that is what they did? But I, I just said that it diminishes the value of whoever is the one to beat him. Like got it. Got you, it, got you it. have if you're not having Jay do it, you have accidentally made it lesser. Not maybe not accidentally. I mean, I, you've made it lesser when Cody Rhodes beats him at WrestleMania next year, because we know he's not the first guy to beat Roman. We just know he has. It's it's almost gimmicky. Yeah, you were the one to take the title off him, I guess, but you weren't really the guy that slayed Roman Reigns. We already know who did that. Like that happened. The only person that it can now mean the there's 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 literally one person that it can mean the same for if they're the one that takes the belt off of Roman Reigns for everyone else on the planet. It wouldn't mean as much. It would right. mean something, but it wouldn't mean there's one like there was always one best answer. Now there's one for whom the value is infinity and everybody else. The value is, you know, something less than infinity. You've done that by doing this this way. So I'm going the exact opposite, which is you only do this if you know damn well you're letting Jay beat Roman for the belt. Otherwise, you need to keep it and protect it so that whoever's beating Roman for the belt is the first person that beat Roman Reigns. 
but they would still be the first person to beat him one on one, which I, is something. It's not nothing, but again, because that, like like there is something they did in the match that listen, it, <laughs> they still could tell you that the Usos beat. They Roman. could, but it was even though it, Jay pinned him. They they both did stuff to him before he got pinned. I understand that. Like I understand, but ultimately in the end, they wanted to make it clear that it was Jay, right? Well, and, like, and and the argument you could make there is, well, they didn't win with the one and done. They won with Jay, right? Like they did the one and done, and he kicked yep. out of that. Correct. He either Correct. kicked out or Solo. I don't remember. I think Solo might have saved. That him. was the one that he broke him up. Yeah, that might be right. Now, can we talk about that part of this? Because I think. Listen, all the things we said or what we've been saying, I think that point has been driven home. Yes, we believe Jay needs to be the one to beat him. We think the match is going to happen. It's not official, but the reporting is there that it's happening. I guess the question is whether they whether he actually wins or not. I haven't seen any actual real reporting on that part. I've seen not at all. I've seen speculation um, that would suggest things, you know, that Roman has the belt. A, you know, eight months from now, but that can mean anything. That can and mean as I said Jay before, wins they, and he gets it back. The, the nonsense that you couldn't well, hold do on, both. hold on, hold on. The part yeah. that I'm really interested in here is what does this mean for the bloodline? What does this mean for the other guys? Because they did a lot of work with those looks from Solo at the end there. They started him even before the match began. Yeah, where you can tell Solo's like, this guy's not the guy I thought he was, kind of thing. Like, oh, look at this, look at this baby, kind of. Like, that's sort of the way I was interpreting, you know, when he was looking at Roman's reaction to a couple of things. Like, when he, when Roman Reigns, uh, when the Usos kicked out of the stack him and, ra- what, 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 what was he yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I and Whatever right. that term is. When they kicked out of that, he was like crying, um, crying. Uh, Solo had a weird reaction to that, right? Like a really telling, like they did a lot of storytelling with that. Of, of, of But it goes of back something. to a couple of things. Again, before the match, they were doing incredible work with Solo's discomfort. Like, yes, yes. They were doing incredible. Like, work. oh, he's got to beat up his brothers. And then he just kind of, oh, OK, I'm doing it. You know, it was outstanding. It, I, I still go back to the weird part, which was the part when when they were like when Solo walked over with his brothers, but then walked right back with Roman and never really explained why. Like said, I've got to be with my brothers. They're my brothers. And then just abandon his brothers afterwards. Like they never actually for all of the good they've done in this in this story. That was one of the more bizarre sequences was. I'm with my brothers, but then all of a sudden I'm not with my brothers. And like, they never said like, you know, they never did the small amount of work to say, Hey, you know, we were messing, we were having solo mess with you guys to get you to believe that he would be with you, but that's not the case. They've always kind of portrayed solo on the fence about all of this. It just so happens to be that he stayed united with Roman at some point. That'll have to be dealt with un- unquestionably. I don't know exactly how they deal with it. It was interesting, again, going back to having the Usos suggest Solo as the next leader of the bloodline, that if part of the reason why we think they should have Roman drop the belt is because he's not going to be around for the fall, 
it would make a lot of sense to them that they still want to make the bloodline a thing, right? Like they still want the bloodline to matter. And in the concept, in, in that context, that Solo sort of substituting as the leader, after he's now turned on Roman as well, they're all together. The bloodline is still a part of the show. The bloodline is important. People can still buy bloodline shirts, whatever that looks like until they figure out when Roman's coming back and what they want to do with it. And it might even be that the entire group goes face. I know we had talked about the possibility of like, you know, them trying to have solo cash in if he had won money in the bank, but it could also work that like, what if Jay beats Roman for the belt, then they have Damian priest attempt to cash in, but Roman protects him from having Damian priest cash in on him. Yeah, and that, that was my idea. But you said that was solo. No, the the thing I texted you over the weekend after after, oh, after we knew who it was. We yeah, said that, I, I said, what if wouldn't it be wild if Jay beats Roman and then Damien comes to cash in, but Roman okay. is the one who stops it and then that makes solo beat show. Yeah. yeah. That would present a scenario by which then Roman could go away for a little while, but could return as face, and the bloodline could be a complete face faction for a little while, like the New Day for a bit. I'd just be very curious as to how Solo would feel about that, right? Like, would that, because I think I took it a step further to say, well, then then Solo would turn on Roman. I think that's the part you didn't necessarily. Okay, well, I think down the road that could present as an option. And it'd also be weird to have Roman return as a face if he's going to face Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, right? Like, that doesn't really make sense either. Unless it's the respect thing. Unless it's the, like... He's the face champion and he wants to give, you know, you know, your dad held this belt. And I understand the lineage of, you know, being someone who cares about family myself, you know, I'm going to beat you, but I'll give you the chance. And arguably, if Cody's not the one to conquer Roman, that actually makes more sense for another championship match. Right. Like now the only story that's left is Cody's ascent. Like that's that's the story. And then and you could so, do the you could do the thing where Roman says, you know, actually, I didn't beat you the right way the last time or whatever, you know, and we'll do the we'll let's really do the match. I've always wondered if I could, you know, whatever, the, however they tell that story. Like, don't you wonder if you could have beat me without those guys? Sure. sure. Then, look, there's a lot of moving parts to all of this. And for, the first one is, are they really gonna, really going to let Jay win the belt? And again, I would still. I'm still that. very skeptical about that. Well, I, it's certainly less than 50-50, but it's it's far close. Like what I was I was I thought I was bullish at 37. I think I'm almost up to 47 at this point. Like I yeah. I'm I'm I, I'm at 50-50. And I've been at 50-50. I told yeah, you I'm before. Yeah, I'm not I'm not quite at 50-50 yet, but I'm Well, you were at 33-33-33. You were That's at right. That's right. Yeah. Well, cuz you talked uh, me out of 50-50. I'm, um, you, know, you you were you kept you kept talking about the idea of the money in the bank winner. Um, true. I'm I'm cl- approaching 50-50 at this point. And again, part of that is still conflated by what should they be doing? Well, that's about 90-10, right? Like it's 90-10, maybe even 99-1 what they sh- the legendary HFS what they should be doing. <laughs> With this, what they should be doing is having Jay go over Roman and he be the conqueror and that be his moment. As I've said a billion times, the Cody story has never needed it. The Cody story is just about him finally winning the championship. 
It has never required him beating Roman Reigns in order to be able to do that. That has never, ever been the Cody story. And he can both now avenge his loss to Roman Reigns and win the championship. He never needed needed to be the one that overcame him. And you can say, you know, the flip side argument is what exactly are you getting out of Jay are, are you turning this into a 10-year run for Jay as a solos performer? No. no. Probably not. And and if it's anything— like, you, Listen, listen. If Jeff Hardy didn't do some of the things that he did, like, we don't know what Jeff Hardy would have been, right? Like, well, that's fair. I, and not, I put I'm, this in that category. Like, I, I put him in that category. Like, they see it with Jay. And, oh, I and think they see it with Jay, but I think Edge and Christian are a fair comparison too, right? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I do think that they don't see as much disparity between Jay and Jimmy as they saw between Edge and Christian. Like, it was pretty clear they saw. No, but it, it's it's a it's a Jeff and Matt Hardy situation, right? right? That they believe one is a star star and the other is, you know, a, a good enough performer to be a solo. Um, uh, to hit to his credit. A oh, lot I think better Jimmy, than I thought. Yeah, I think Jimmy's been great. I do. I oh, agree. he's been outstanding. I and think like, Jimmy's been great. To the point where I, it, it was just in there not using him that we didn't see it, right? Like, as soon as they started using him in this role, it was incredible. Solo. Yeah. Like, well, I was Solo such an actor? I, I, the, I went, the, the, so, the moment that turned on me for Solo was the trial of Sami Zayn, where I said, holy F, this guy can perform. And like, remember how we were kind of like, I, I don't remember if we said it out loud, but I feel like a lot of us were kind of feeling, and when I say us, I mean wrestling fans, we're like, okay, Solo seems great, right? Would right. he have gone to the main roster this quickly if it wasn't for wasn't, this storyline? Yeah. That's fair. I don't know, but 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 maybe he would have because we're seeing some stuff they probably saw in the performance center like that I we don't, don't get to see, right? I don't think he's quite as good in the ring as you know. No, but the other stuff is oh, so it's tremendous. So, it's so good. It's insane for, some, for someone is. that's in his position. It's insane how good he is at the non-wrestling part I, of this. I agree. It's bonkers. because I mean, name one other person. At his experience level, and when I say experience level, I mean at this level, um, that can that is that good of a performer that quickly. Like, oh. I, I, maybe no. Matt Riddle? Like, <laughs> No, Matt Riddle's not nearly as good as Stop. No, Stop. Now, Matt Riddle, I'm, no I'm just trying to think of really someone good. who came Wait. into WWE and immediately went to the main roster and hung. You know what I mean? And oh. could hang performance-wise, not right. just wrestling-wise. Right. But, like, I mean, I... I put Riddle up there just because not not I'm not saying he's better than this guy. I'm saying he's someone who like they fit. You put him up there, you're not like, oh, yeah, that was too early. Well. Right. You know, like who else from NXT? I feel like there's been a ton that we were like, oh, well, that was a little early. Apollo Cruz, love the guy, but come yeah. on. Well, and it's hard to compare it to guys that had long careers elsewhere, right? That it, like it, but but when I like I said though, at this level, it's different, yeah. especially the acting part especially the storyline part because you are forced to do something sometimes that aren't what your idea is that no, aren't what your they, character if, is if what you're saying is kevin owens would be a comparison like kevin owens now part of it is they gave him the damn belt right but like and they let right. him beat john cena um but kevin like, sammy Zayn wasn't this good on the main no, roster no, immediately. He wasn't. but but kevin was like kevin, kevin owens was. was this good but day one of, day one ish he yes correct 
part of that was he had a long career as a performer at a high level already. Like, I get it, but there's plenty of guys that had that that didn't do what he, you know what I mean? No, like, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Even Seth Rollins took a minute. Like he was in a group. He had a crutch. Like he, he had the ability to be in WWE without having to do that for what a year. Well, so you would say so is Solo though. In fairness, like he's not trying to but, do this by himself. No, but he's in a group. Okay, but like, was Seth Rollins forced to do like? dramatic acting in the shield no, well, no nothing no, there's not been anything like this this is no it's incredible they, like and yes. and like are you telling me those three guys roman reigns included could have fucking handled this in whatever that year was 2012 no. or what no. like no roman roman specifically we know couldn't have like we know no. we've seen him like yes these guys are better than he was <laughs> at that age like how good are they gonna be I mean, specifically Solo. How good? How old is Solo? Is he older than we think? Um. Well, if Jay is 37, then Solo's probably 32, right? He Cause is 30. That, He's only 30. 30. Dude. Well, and, and by this the guy's way, 30. Again, I was feeling that when they teased on Friday night, oh, Solo could be the leader of the bloodline. What I started yeah. to fear was, oh, they're never gonna let Jimmy be the guy. Because they're doing the math, the you thing that Jay. we've been talking about, and they're saying the age of Solo is more valuable to them because they've got 10 years of a top star to get out of him. I I still, like, again, when we started this conversation, this go predates Clash at the Castle. We started the conversation about this thing has gone on long enough that the guy that should be winning should be someone that gets you 10 years of high level out of because that was the comparison that we made to Brock Lesnar beating the undertaker, right? Like you're setting yourself up for the, this is now going to have insane value and it should get you a decade run. It's why I never was okay with the idea of the rock being the one to beat Roman Reigns, right? Like he can't be that guy, by the way, Doing this at SummerSlam also sets you up for bettering yourself for WrestleMania next year. Because if you are still like the thing where they're like, well, we still like it to be the rock. You now no longer have to worry about that hanging over the championship. You now can can pivot as necessary. You have it out now. Correct. If you know, and, and I think this was something maybe you suggested last year when we were like, "Do is the rock is not the rock. You were, you said something like, they probably have a date where they need to know if it's Correct. the rock or by. Correct. Well, hopefully that date coincides with the finish of SummerSlam, right? So hopefully you know by SummerSlam whether you either have him or you're 90% I would there. Go a step further than that, Brandon. What I would say is by getting the belt off of Roman at SummerSlam, it doesn't matter whether you have him or not. They prolong. They have now until January because they can just put the belt back on Roman if. If, if they don't if, have the rock, if they find out that they've got the rock, great, right? Like this is no longer bogged down. You can say, hey, it's a bummer that Cody wouldn't be beating Roman, but you can do, you can go back to Cody Seth. You can continue to let that linger and go back to Cody Seth at WrestleMania next year. And Cody beating Seth for the belt is still a really big deal, right? And you can do a respect match between them. Well, but it, we know Cody can't beat Seth for the belt unless they switch belts. 
Because he's gone on record to say the story can only be finished with the Roman Reigns belt. Oh, for God's sake. That was at the press conference um, after Money in the Bank. Somebody directly asked him. I mean, I got to tell you, unless WWE fed him this line, uh-huh. I probably would have been pissed off at him for saying what he said. Because yeah. what he said threw that belt under the under the bus. Like, he he basically said, I don't want to diminish that belt and then diminish the belt. Yeah, that's, that's awful. Like, it that's bad. You got to go back and watch it. He said something like, I love what Seth is doing with that belt, and that's great. It was almost like, oh, look at that cute belt over there. That's not the belt. The belt I need to finish the story is specifically the lineage of what belt Roman is holding. That's the one my dad held at Madison Square Garden, which, by the way, it isn't. <laughs> None yeah. of them are. And, that's, and by the way, what I would suggest is if you run into that problem, you just you you just gaslight. Like he never said that. Like you don't ever you can make that go well, away. Well, keep in mind, though, also, that's him in non kayfabe saying that he could have gone backstage and they're like, well, tough shit, buddy. The one right. you're finishing the story with is the one Seth has. Correct. But what I would say is it prevent. Now, maybe maybe they already know that they don't have the rock. Right. Like maybe this is not even a yeah. concern. But if they're still thinking about it in any way. This presents them the out. They can give, they can have until Royal Rumble. If they find out by Royal Rumble they don't have the Rock, then have Roman win the belt back at Royal Rumble, and then Cody win the Royal Rumble, and look at you've got yourself a WrestleMania main event. I, I think at this point, after you've done what you've done, and you're clearly, we talked about this last week, it clearly looks like they are playing the long game with Cody. And to me, listen, I know, I get it. I love Seth Rollins. You don't play this long game to beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I'm sorry. You just don't. Except it that has to be a story. bigger. It, it isn't, though. It, it is. is. It's the better story outside of Cody's story. But Cody's story ending with that is, doesn't make it better. What would make his specific story better is to beat the best possible uh, person. And that's Roman Reigns. Like, Right now, that's who it is. Could you make an argument that if Randy Orton came back into the equation and he got the belt somehow, that that would be a fitting ending? I think you could. I think the Seth Rollins thing would play differently if he didn't already beat him three times or two times or how many times it was. Seth was still the guy that took him out, and they're very clearly still dancing around it. They are dancing around it. They are dancing around it. But – are they dancing the story. Are, but, but are they dancing around it because Seth is about to lose his belt to Damian Priest and then they're going to be in some contenders situation? You know, like, why are they dancing around it? Because they danced around it just to pivot to something else. And if you're looking at what we have in front of us, Seth Rollins isn't going to be the champion. You know what I mean? Like, well, probably not. Like, the, the irony would be... Now, if, you could put Seth into SmackDown then later on. Like if you did, if you, actually this plays exactly the way you said, just with the other title, you could give Seth Rollins that other one. You definitely could. You could have Seth Rollins lose the belt to Damian Priest in a cash in situation or whatever. However, that plays out. Mm-hmm. Finn wins, whatever. But you get the belt off of him there. You play out some scenario. I'm not going to lay it out because I don't know, but some scenario that puts Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Right. You have him win the title from whoever has it, if it's not Roman Reigns. Right. Jay, whoever it is. Yeah. And then you could position him against Cody. 
and it could be the right title. I wouldn't be surprised. That's that's all clunky and it has to be tightened up and there has to be purpose behind how you get there and all that stuff. But I wouldn't put that past them to do that. Could you could you find a scenario where Roman Reigns ends up with that other? I mean, like, you know what I mean? They could do any of that stuff. Like they could do do a lot of things. I would just say that by getting the belt off of Roman now, they take off the pressure of the rock. Yes. Allows for whatever happens with the rock is cool. We're good. And you don't end up continuously punting this thing because now the problem becomes, well, what if you don't have Jay win? Because you've just decided that Cody is the answer, but then you get the call that the rock is available. Now, what are you doing? Right. Like you're just keeping the belt on Roman for forever. And somebody would say, well, why not? He's Roman Reigns. I hear you. I do hear you. But um, the, the, the first of all, this is the right thing to do. Second of all, it also helps with taking the pressure off of whatever ends up happening with The Rock. And again, Cody can win. I, I, I can hear you. I just don't care enough about that. To me, the Cody story they presented on television is he has to become champion. That's it. Like now, again, I, I'm I also think that they're screwing the pooch by what they're doing with this other belt. So they can they should treat that belt better. And that would be helpful in general. But the only story that has been presented with Cody is he has to become champion and they could still even they could they could change the look of this belt to make it look like the belt. The Dusty Rhodes held up. Right. Like they've changed the look of championship belts all the time. The look probably means more than the lineage, because to your point, the lineage isn't even real. Uh, no, I mean, they've changed the belt so many times that it's hard to say what the lineage. I mean, there's some someone out there is going to can point it out to you right. because we have way too much time on our hands and too much content to create. But I, I think that, you know, the what belt has Roman Reigns held the longest out of the two he has or what three, whatever. <laughs> The universal uh, title, which is a made-up title. that's right. That was not around. Right. And the world heavyweight title, I think, is the one that you can kind of trace back to the wind, winged eagle belt or whatever. The winged eagle, yeah. I, but, like, the world heavyweight title used to be the big gold belt. So, like, listen, they're all belts. They're all supposed to be the most important thing on the show. I think... You know, to your point, calling Cody Rhodes a world champion in WWE is the point of this. Yes, that's the point. And we that's- can't get too worked up about. But I, I, I'm, but I'm a hypocrite because I also feel like right now, unless they fix this other belt, it, that can't be the one. Like they've well, got I, to I, elevate I, it. I, while I I think there's two separate things. I I think they should elevate it elevate it no matter what. But what I would say is the moment that let's just say they they get to December and decide that they want to make Seth heal again, and the moment that they have Seth say, by the way, Cody, I'll let you fight for the belt, and they bring out, but it's going to look like this, and it's the winged eagle belt. None of this s matters. Anymore. It's all over then. Yeah. Correct. I, I mean, if they make Seth Rollins a heel and he's like, look what I have. Yes, <laughs> correct. I've decided that I'm going to change the look of my championship belt and he turns it out and it's got the winged eagle on it. Then I mean, you're telegraphing it, but who cares? Yes. Who cares? It's still you're good. Te- you're kind of telegraphing it anyway. You're, you're telling everyone he's winning the belt next year. Um, 
all right. Anyway, we've handled all that. We will handle it more in the coming weeks leading up to SummerSlam. That's where we are. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I did think. I thought it was you know, a good show. I thought it was one of the great moments in the history of WWE. I, I thought it was – I mean, I like, – I'll it, never it, forget it. It created a memory, a core memory for my children, like a core memory for them. They are losing their minds, and you can only do better than that by having Jay win the belt. And God, I hope they get that right, but we'll deal with that as we need to deal with it. In the meantime, back to where we started. Uh, AW had just a dreadful week. I, I thought both shows were bad. The collision show obviously was significantly worse. Um, and the ratings were, I mean, mind-numbingly awful. And it has led to thought, you know, think tanks all over the internet. Jonathan Coachman says it's just the Saturday problem. This was never going to work on Saturday. I agree with that. It's much bigger than that. It is much bigger than that. What's much bigger was the fact that, as we said, the show was kind of unjustifiable to begin with. And what's much bigger is there's not really anything going on in AEW programming right now that excites you at all. Like, it's an extraordinary, narrowly small amount of— Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You are looking over something monumental that is happening. Uh Go ahead. Yes, please. We are riveted to know if Chris Jericho— is going to join Don Callis. Oh, that's right. God, that is I mm. cornerstone, the cornerstone of AEW programming. Will Don Callis and Chris Jericho become a faction? We have to know. We have to know. It's I mean, what else could we do with our lives until we know whether or not we're finally going to get the thing that we've all been asking for? That that felt like such by the way, that whole thing Felt like such a like WWE knee jerk thing. Did you see that it was like randomly? Cause, okay, uh, let me back up a sec. Because we we always chuckle about how uh, AEW has to have Excalibur read like every single thing that's going to happen on all three shows. Yes. So they did that, right? And then they did a thing. Was I don't remember if it was Friday because I did actually watch Rampage because I had a lot of time on my hands this week. Um, they were like, just added Chris Jericho is coming. Like, what's he going to do? And it was like, it was, it almost felt like they were like, they just came up with this Don Callis thing because it had nothing to do with what Chris Jericho has been doing. Like what, where did this come from? He was feuding with Sting last week. Um, and then he came out and cut this baby face promo. Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, what, 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 did that not feel like the most left turn of left turns? It definitely of, felt like a left turn, but I also felt myself saying, I still don't care. Like, that's the bigger problem. I can deal with a left turn if it's interesting. Oh, no, I'm not saying I care. I'm just saying I was sitting there. There was a couple, there was something on NXT that was similar to this, but like, where I was like, wait, I watched last week. This isn't what he said last week. <laughs> and NXT did that, which you may maybe gloss over in a second. But like, but this specific thing, I was like, wait, he was just cutting down Sting and all this weird heelish stuff last week, and now now we're like cutting the babyface Chris Jericho. I'm gonna be the best Chris Jericho, and then having Don Callis. I mean, are they telling us is Chris Jericho gonna be the guy that joins 
the Blood and Guts team? Like, is that what that is? It's, I'm, I'm, it's absurd, but whatever. I mean, it's no more absurd than anything they did at Forbidden Door, so... I mean, is it? But but I, I know they're dealing with a couple of injuries, so you have to pivot, right? When you do that. But like, if that's your pivot, that's real weird. <laughs> like, I I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, trying to make sense. Of, like, it's like you said, we're doing. You know, somebody in AEW, and I'm assuming it's Tony Khan, is so obsessed with every terrible thing that WCW has ever done that they're doing Battle Bowl. Like, oh, they're doing the freaking Battle Bowl that's thing. That's interesting, right? Like, that's interesting. I uh, mean, isn't that exactly what this tag tournament it, is? Essentially, essentially it is. Um, Uh-oh, who's Ric Flair going to draw? Oh, he got Sting. Who saw that coming? Right, correct. <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, the only difference is they're not doing the, I assume, they're not doing the Battle Royal thing at the end. They're just getting a tag title match, which... Makes even less sense, to be honest with you. Here's a bunch of random people that don't get along, and now they're going to fight for the tag titles if they make it through this tournament. Um, well, but it's, hang on a second. One, for your fear, the best thing that was they did on programming this week was, was Adam that match? and MJF. No, it was Adam Cole oh, and MJF. Yeah, yeah, no, that was fantastic. But it but was, also, but one of those stupid tag matches was also really good. The it key, was good. Yes, uh, it's good. No question. It was a very good match. Um, and Swerve, yes. Um, but the, the Adam Cole MJF stuff is gold and reminds you that if you can give someone, if you can give MJF something to work with or someone to work with who's capable, you're going to get gold. Yes. Um, that was the disappointing part about what happened during the course of that four-way is that those guys just weren't ready. And the only one that was, you didn't know what to do with his character. And clearly, you still don't know what you're doing with Sammy Guevara at this point. And that's kind of bizarre, too. Um, but they created great programming out of that. It's weird. It's goofy. It's unnecessary. But it's getting you really quality programming. And I don't know what that ultimately is going to do for Adam Cole and Roderick Strong and what the story they're telling there. But all of it is kind of working to the point where I'll – let hole up, let him cook, right? Like this, yeah. this is a I mean, thing that would be kind of neat if it led to a place where, where Adam Cole kind of does think MJF is his friend and that pisses off Roderick strong. I mean, it, it feels like it's kind of going that way, right? It that's, that's what they felt like, but I always thought this was going to be a, you know, it was going to come back to Adam Cole saying, what is wrong with you? I yeah, never yeah. actually believe like that. It's, it's a double turn in that at some point MJF is going to prove that this was all fake. And then Adam Cole is going to say, right, I knew that. And that's why in Roderick Strong standing right behind you, ready to kick your ass. Right, right. Like, yeah. like I, I still think that's the moment that this is all leading up to, or at least it's the best moment that this could all lead up to. Is oh, the by, moment- by the way, we do. I mean, I know we said collision sucked, but the match was good. Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong was a good match. It was a good match. I don't disagree with that. It was a good match. But, the, but yeah, sorry. I, uh, I on on the whole, it was just a show. It, it is uh, really weird of, of how much NXT oh, there is on CM AEW programming. To, no, I, forcing CM Punk to try to be company man CM Punk and just yeah. run out with the faces. Yeah. Like, for, yeah. No, for no reason at all. You're a face, so run out with the other faces. Hi, I'm here now. You got it. What's up? Oh, I mean, the most interesting thing they did with him, I don't even think was intentional. And it's at the end of Collision where 
um, he kind of comes in to stop Samoa Joe from attacking Roderick Strong and Adam Cole shows up and they kind of look at each other and I was like, oh, okay. Like, if you're teasing something there where CM Punk is disingenuous, like, I like that, but I don't even think they meant to do that. I think it just was guys running out. I think the, <laughs> you know? only, the only way, remember the scenario we talked about where when they have to do the three straight title matches, the second one could just be CM Punk versus whoever wins. Yeah. If that first match is MJF Adam versus Cole Adam wins. Cole, yeah. then they, well, it's either way. They've got enough now by having at least some interaction between CM Punk and Adam Cole. And then obviously the, the trove of history between CM Punk and MJF. They, they don't have to know who is going to be in that match in order to be able to sell it. They just need enough with both guys that when they, in the coming weeks, announce, hey, whoever wins that match is facing CM Punk, they're able to sell both matches uh, yeah. at the same it, time. It, it works. Um, speaking of CM Punk and world titles, did, did Jay White cut the dumbest promo that anyone's ever cut about, like, why would you even say that? But hey, that that thing that you have in there, if if it's what I think it is, right? I don't want it. Give me the tag belts. Like, what, right. Yeah, what was that? That's very dumb. That's very dumb. No question about that. What? I was so confused by that. I was like, wait, because I thought he was gonna say, I'm gonna take it from you. And and okay, like if you two world belts, the other company is two world, like whatever. But like it was so confusing that he brought it up just to say. Nah, you can keep that. Well, it feels like <laughs> ham, it, it feels ham-fisted. Of, we have to remind everybody that CM Punk is, says he's the real champion. But yeah. we also know that if we continue to suggest that CM Punk is the real champion, that's embarrassing to our actual real champion. So how do we do both things here? Like, how how do we walk this line? And I, you know, I don't know that they're doing it, but I think that's what they're at least attempting to do. Is Bullet Club Gold like the NWO? Wolfpack. It's, it's certainly like it's right <laughs> of that ilk. There's no doubt that it's right of that ilk. But let's go back. I mean, let me go back to the Saturday thing because again, yeah. the big problem is there's so few things in programming for the entire company that are actually genuinely exciting and good that we knew that splitting this up made no sense because they don't have enough genuinely interesting things. There isn't. There wasn't three hours worth of good content to be done. How in the world could there possibly be four? So how do you solve it? It doesn't matter what – if they were doing this on, on Wednesday night, it wouldn't matter. Like it, whatever night of the week. If they, Thursday is the obvious night, right, because there's no other wrestling show on Thursday night or it's just, you know, impact. Um, if they were doing this on Thursday, it wouldn't matter if they didn't have better content and they don't have good enough content. It's simply not there. They're – like it's – all they're really doing right now is selling you that there's a house show that they're putting on TV. And we're going to keep doing tournaments. And, you know, those tournaments matter, except for the fact that we know those tournaments don't matter. It, when we when WWE, I talk about this a lot. The season, the month leading up to both Royal Rumble, the month leading up to Money in the Bank, you should be getting quality programming because you should just be able to do matches that matter. Right. Like qualifying matches. Whatever it is. These tournaments don't matter. So you can't even justify 
well, hey, you got to tune in to watch this tournament match because why do I give a rat's ass about the tournament? Like, yeah, but, I mean, at, at least in the case of the tag one, like there's a title match at the end. Okay, but it's but goofy. like these other two, but but yeah. you've got three tournaments going on at the same time, right? And two of them that, that only matter because we say they because do. you put Owen Hart's name on it, right? Like, and it's it's again, we did this with Andre the Giant, right? Like putting somebody's name on it does not make this thing matter. When having was it was it CM Punk who said. Dude, this is the Owen. Like, oh, yeah, that was embarrassing. <laughs> that was like, embarrassing. And yes, of all people, CM Punk to be the one saying it is so embarrassing. Like, it's what, it's what, what did they try to – didn't they try to – who was – someone cut this really uh, – it wasn't a bad promo. It just – it because you know, the delivery, everything was fine. But it was like this long, drawn-out thing about how Owen Hart – uh, was it, was it their manager? No, not or not their trainer or like there was some weird like six degrees of separation. Was it Roderick Strong that did it? There was some like six degrees of separation with this wrestler and Owen Hart, and like they cut this promo about how this meant so much to them because of Owen Hart. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, you are yeah. going such a long way here. Did somebody say like the Anvil trained them or something? Was like, really? There was something. It was like this guy I, was trained by it. Jim the Anvil Neidhart or something. I, I totally missed it. And, but the but they tried to do it with like each guy. They're like, oh, this guy cares about Owen Hart because his dad was an Owen Hart fan or whatever. I mean, I'm making that up. But like, I don't know. It, it is weird how like if you're gonna do this thing, just give it stakes, and then you don't have to try to give everyone a motivation for why they want to win Correct. five matches because they love Owen Hart or something. Correct. Correct. You got you've got three championship matches that you have to fill in 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 the span of a month. This can be the person that gets the shot at Grand Slam, right? Like this is not oh, it's not hard, but they're they'd screw it up. All right, you got anything else? I got to wrap up. I I got to go too. Right, no, nothing. Good. Uh, we we plug Aaron, but we don't care about him. He'd say Circus Survive or whatever stupid thing. You know, Still he got the playing Rams head. Yeah, he got to go to Wimbledon uh, this week, which is cool. oh wow, that's really cool. Good for him. Um, I don't have yeah. any new things to talk about, but coming up, uh, we have New Metal Night on July 14th. It's like a new metal themed dance party, super fun. Less than Jake playing their Hello Rockview record on July 18th. Um, Action Bronson on July 29th. Gogol Bordello, Gogol Bordello on August 4th. Tim Heidecker on August 8th and Morgan Wade on August 11th. All of those shows are on sale now at ramsedlive.com at ramsedlive on Instagram and Twitter for new show announcements. I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter and I am at Brandon Lewis Linton on threads. Oh, I'm on there. I just don't know what I am. So I'm not going to plug it. It's whatever your Instagram is. If you signed up that way, I just haven't decided everybody just like, I know that we need to get off Twitter, but Threads. Oh, I signed up for it, but I've done nothing. Well, and I, I signed up for up threads. I, I signed up for Bluegrass Social, and nobody came and joined me and drank beer in a mason jar and listened to you know banjos. So I'm pretty upset that that didn't. Like I, I <laughs> all of them appear to stink. So yeah, hell of a time we're living in. Uh, yeah, Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com for me at AJ Francis 410 and all socials for him, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. Vent. Bent. Bent, 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 bent,
AJ Francis, this has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Dude, I got to use AJ in Immaculate Gridiron today, and it was awesome.